What's up, fam? Kyle here from the Value as Value podcast, and I want to welcome you to this episode. I'll just give you a little a background on what is going on. We are having, or we had, I should say, a discussion with our good friend Vanessa Tamporta Cronin, who is a teacher out on the East Coast, a yoga instructor, a great friend, um, has a super interesting backstory. Uh, is Colombian, came to the U.S. to learn English, worked as a nanny, then became a teacher, and, and now she's got her own really incredible podcast. It's called The Empowered Teaching Podcast. Um, and, you know, we've been trying for a while to catch up with her, but life has been so crazy that um, we finally had a chance to, and we were going to talk about, you know, controlling the things you can, can control, but it just kind of turned into this conversation about what our kids are missing and how we can support them and help them to see that not all is lost and help them to appreciate all the time that they've had in their schooling. And this was especially to a message to seniors, uh, you know, cause that's really the group that's missing out the most, uh, to having those end of end of career moments like prom and graduation. So, but we hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast. If you don't follow Vanessa, you can find her as Empowered Teaching Podcast on Instagram and I believe on Twitter as well. And you can find her podcast, the Empowered Teaching Podcast, anywhere you you find your podcast. So um, we hope you enjoyed this. And uh, yeah, I hope things find you well. I hope this podcast finds you well. And as we always say, if you need anything, just reach out. We're here to help you, to support you. We've got some new episodes coming up soon that we're really excited about. So, all right, let's jump in. Yeah, it's. Um, I'm actually. As a matter of fact, that I have you on here, a different perspective. You mind, Kyle? Do you mind if I? It is. I have a question. I'm, yeah. I'm writing a song right now. Okay. And That's awesome. So I'm excited. Thank you. I'm super excited about it. I'm writing it for the class high school seniors. Oh my God. So here's a question I'm going to ask you. What was one thing when you were growing up, like you were in ninth grade, 10th grade, 11th grade, going up to high to 12th grade to graduation? What was the one thing that you looked forward to? When I wasn't. To, to, to you got ready to be a senior. What, what, were you, what were you looking forward to as a, to be a senior? Like what was that moment that you were looking forward to? To, to be a senior. Why do I want it to be a senior? I wanted to be, you know, the, the biggest grade in the school. I wanted to be like the mom and dad of the other kids. I wanted to feel that, okay, I'm here. And the mom and dad, like, you know, I wanted to be, I, I wanted to feel like, because being a senior can, can make you feel like you're a, you're a grown up. You are, right? You are, I'm, I'm the, t- or I'm, you know, you are like a teacher to the other kids and everybody looks up the senior. Everybody looks up to seniors. Everybody looks up to them like, oh, they're about to go to college. And when you are a senior, they do all this, like all these fun days that you do. I don't know, in my school, we have like, like senior breakfast, like the prom, like field day. And in a field day, always the seniors win, like most likely, right? So you're looking forward to all of those things. That's the special year. That's the special year. That, that's the most special year of them all. It's the year that you remember the most. And then that gets taken away. I've been thinking about... You cry. Man, wow. Uh-huh. I just, I, I, I'm just talking for my kids because I know, I, may, I don't remember. That was, I graduated, you know, what year I graduated in high school in 2000. Like, that's like too, 
I, but I, um, I know that that's why they wanted it. They wanted to be the special class. That's the special class. They are, you know. Then it was the class of 2020. I mean, like, that's like, and that was like the those are coolest numbers ever. Those are the coolest numbers. I know. It's, it's not 2019, 2021. No, nothing's going to sound like 2020. Mm-hmm. Nothing's going to sound. I just, like- you, you know, when you asked that question, Will, I remember this moment. Like, so it must have been the day before graduation. So, like, the only thing we had to come to the day before graduation was a morning rehearsal for the graduation ceremony. And then they put all of us in the bleachers and the principal talked to us and gave us the spiel about like, Hey, you know, make good choices tonight, you know, over these days. And we were in the bleachers and there was like this one kind of like, I was towards the bottom but there was like this one safety bar in our bleachers. And I remember as soon as he said you were good, I like just pole vaulted off of that, like onto the gym floor and we ran out and we like, I don't know if they do anymore, but at at that time we just drove down all the seniors got in their cars and drove down main street. And it was like me and my three best high school buddies in my, in my, and of course my best, one of my best buddies had a Jeep. So we're in this Jeep with the top down, just like rolling, rolling through downtown nowhere. But it was such, I mean, such a special, special moment. And it's just like, I remember, I also remember too, there was, you know, I came off the stage and my mom was like, right. There was this little hallway like right where we came off the stage. And I remember seeing my mom like at the bottom of the hallway taking my picture. And that was like a super important moment to to just have that. But I mean, I, I wonder long-term what these seniors, like what it's, what it's gonna propel them to. Cause I think most of them at some point will get over it. They, you have a point, yeah. They, they, I hope they will, like if I could tell something to my seniors, um, will be like, this doesn't define you. Like, I, I, I'm so, 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 so sorry that this happened. I, like, sorry could not cover the way in which I feel. The word sorry will not, I, um, I, you know, I, oh my God, I feel like I'm, I'm so, I, I feel that I died to think that, that they didn't get that chance. I'm, I'm so, so sorry. I feel so bad for you, but this doesn't define you. Like, all of those special days got taken away from them. But I feel that in the long run, you're going to be like, okay, you know, because they didn't have this, anything that's going to happen in the near future. And and the thing that I worry the most always about, you know, seniors when they walked out for the last time from my school, I always ask myself, are they, are they ready? Is she going to make it? Is she going to be okay? Oh my God. I don't think, I, sometimes I feel that way about it. Sometimes I'm like, I, I don't think they're ready for college yet. But I think that this made them grow a lot. This had to make you grow a lot and be like, okay, why? I'm sorry that you bought a dress, a beautiful dress that you are not going to get to use because there is no prom. You, for your family, both, plane tickets to travel because everybody travels to go see you walk that's not gonna happen and that those are like mm-hmm. th- that's like tough stuff that as 17 18 year old years 18 years old makes you grow and makes you understand that that's life 
that's life. Mm -hmm. That's life. Life is unfair. Every time they come to me, but this is not fair. And I go, life is unfair. You, you got to do this. I didn't. We can sit here and cry forever, or we can be like, okay, what can I, I hope this makes them grow. I, that's my hope. Yeah. And, and I think if I were going to talk to seniors, I would say, you know, my perspective being, you know, like you almost 20 years out from when I graduated, like I don't, when I think back to my favorite high school memories, I don't think of prom. I don't think of graduation. Yeah. I think of like all the day-to-day -day moments and the times I spent with, with my people and, you know, what those re relationships have become into adulthood. Wow, you're right. You're right. I just realized that. I, I, wow. when I think back to, to high school, like my biggest moments were not prom. Um, graduation. I'm trying to remember graduation, me graduating. No, not even graduation. That's not my biggest. But I think, I think all of those memories stick with us because of all the work that we did to foster the relationships leading up to because there's a story. And that's how I started the song with that kind of like, we all have a story. Uh, and I think it's the story that attracts us. And it make, because think about it as a freshman, my story says that I see the seniors doing senior ditch day. Uh, I see the seniors in high school doing this. If I have older siblings, I've been seeing it for a lot longer, but then I see it again as a sophomore. Then I see it again. So my story is this recurring theme in my story. But along the way, I'm making these connections with these people and kind of building my, my own circle, my own little sphere. And once you find that group and you and that group start to grow, that's what makes graduation and senior year so special because you're like, We're, we, we did this. You sh you sh it was the people you shared it with. It wasn't the actual event. I mean, and, and I can think of all of the important things, you know, that have happened in my life were a more as much about the people I shared it with as they were the actual event itself. You know, and 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 I think the kids will look back at, or I hope the kids will look back at this time and say, you know, what? yeah, I got close. Like these were the people that I you know, spent this time with, and even though they're not spending it with, with, um, people in person, you know, I'm sure they got people they're talking to. I mean, could you imagine back in our day when there was only one landline phone and you either had to choose between phone or internet? So what gives me, um, it gives me, it gives me peace of mind is that they, they are now playing a uh, video. I know that because uh, I mean, that's what they are all doing. They are playing video games, uh, soccer, like at least my kids, they are playing soccer online on, on the Xbox or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. I, I had them do a project for me a couple of weeks ago where in the project they had to talk about what do they do in a day of quarantine in Spanish, right? And the one thing that at least 90% of my kids told me, including the girls, is that, oh, I play soccer online with my friends. And, I, and they all told me a form of that sentence. I play soccer online with my friends. They all told me a different form of that with different words. And I was like, okay, this is what you all are doing. Like, that's why you are not completing the rest of your work. Because <laughs> I hear my colleague is saying that you are not submitting, but I, I'm, we're wondering what are you doing with your time? Oh, they're playing soccer online. That, okay, at least they get together and they, you know, 
they share those moments. But I like that. Like I, I feel that, you know, as a senior, I'll, I'll, I want, I will, if I was a senior, I will look back and say, you know, what are all those special moments that you said that were built up within four years, maybe three and a half, because they didn't get the second half of this one. But that's how you, that, those are, you know, that, that's what makes the high school experience. Those special moments, the laugh, the cries, the, when you were angry and then you make up, the class that you look forward to, even though you don't like the content, but you like, you know, the class, it was fun, or, or the class that you didn't like, but you still went and, and got out one or two things. And that's what they should treasure, those, those moments. Those moments, half of your special gear got taken away, but you have the other three and a half years, three and a half years. That makes you somewhat, I don't know, have that feeling of, okay, you know, my high school experience was beautiful. They, last year got ruined because of Corona, but everybody's life pretty much got turned upside down because of Corona. So. And that's the, that's the perspective that I've been really nailing home with my kids. Um, like with the project, I had them do the, um, what would you say to a first responder um, uh, to encourage them? Uh, because in my, I do a life lessons with law at the beginning of the week. And so I've been asking them about what they're experiencing and how it compares like to what other kids have been experiencing to other kids they've talked to so they can see that there's a unified thread. You know, one of the kids said, oh, my cousin in Atlanta said they're, they're locked down too. You know, my cousin in Virginia said they can't go anywhere or do anything. So they're hearing that it's not just an, a, for us, a Houston thing or a Texas thing, that it's all around the world. And so they had a lot of questions in the first few weeks that we were in about what was going on. And I think that, you know, I shared with my team, I think that we're doing a disservice trying to teach and push content without looking at the context of what's going on right now. That's where our kids need to be educated in because I, I think Kyle and I talked about it the other day that, you know, they're living a social studies lesson right now. Wow. This is going to be written in a history book. Their their stories now has gotten to the point to where they're going to be in the history book. They can actually read a history book when they're kids and they can say, I remember when dot, 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 dot. You, you know what I mean? And that's yeah. huge. That's huge. It's, it's, it's hard. And, you know, when I think about all of this, like, you know, that's why I have a hard time teaching my content, teaching my kids. My job, my primary job as a language teacher is to teach my kids, uh, I don't know, how to maybe how, how to speak Spanish or how to conjugate the verbs or how to understand, right? But I cannot, I have a hard time with, with teaching curriculum when, so for the kid to learn the curriculum, the kid has to be in a state of mind where they're ready to learn where their brains are ready to absorb new content, where their brains are ready to absorb new information. Nobody's brain it, it, right now, it's at a place where it should be. Not the, not the kids themselves, not their parents. Some of their parents love their job. Some of, right, they, they are in the limbo. They don't know what they are gonna do. So I, 
I I feel I feel I'm being unsensitive if I'm gonna go there and teach new content and, and come here. Let me teach you the subjunctive tense. Let me teach you the imperfect. I feel I feel I feel about human. How am I gonna teach you to conjugate all the endings of of the irregular verbs when when I know this is this is not okay where you are and this is not how I want to teach you and the lesson that I'm going to teach you is not going to be the best lesson that I can teach you because I wasn't prepared to teach you this way. I, 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 wasn't, I wasn't neither prepared, neither ready. I'm not ready to, to, to teach you this way. And, and, and I feel that when, you know, when you, we, we are online and we check out a lot of, because I know you guys do all the work that other teachers do and I will see all these perfect lessons and all these things and, and I'm like, you know, I, I can't, I don't want to. Like I can easily go to TBT and buy a, a $3 lesson, $5 lesson. Oh my God, I will spend the money buying a lesson for my kids with no regret. I, I'll do it gladly. That's money that I love for spending my own box. But I don't want to teach my kids this. I don't want my kids to go through this because it's hard. I, I, work, I don't know. It's, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to assess them. That's, that's, that's what I'm having trouble with. It's hard to assess them. I cannot assess you. I don't feel good in my heart with giving you a number, with giving you, with saying you pass, you're missing. Because I wonder the kids who didn't turn everything in, why he or she didn't turn everything in. I'm going to be completely honest with you. There are kids who, there are a, a, maybe a couple kids who, who didn't submit a thing on, on my Google uh, classroom, but they were exceptional the whole year. Those kids were exceptional, willing, like, Kyle, when I tell you exceptional, those kids were so hard. Those kids always show up with the homework, those kids, and they didn't submit anything, and I, and they, and I know they have the technology. I, I give them a pass because I go, I don't want to, I cannot mark you missing and say missing and say you didn't do anything in quarter four, when quarter, the first three quarters, I know that you were your best. I know that you learn. Whatever you would learn in that four quarter kit, I'll teach it to you next year. I will. I will, because those are the kids that you know are good. I, I, I give those kids a pass. And maybe against the expectations of, you know, of my administration, maybe, but no. And if they ever come back to me and tell me why, I tell, I will, I will tell them this is why, because I worry about their wellness. Because she or she, look what she did the whole year. I have three quarters to prove to you how exceptional this child was. This child deserves to go to the next level. I do not care that they didn't submit any work for quarter. I don't know what was going on with their life. I don't wanna, like I email them and they're like, yeah, it's okay. And the, or they tell you, I, I'm having a hard time. I can figure out the, the computer or the link or my, or my document or my video, what I'm trying to send you, it's not, it's not uploading. I go, man, don't worry. It's good. Mm-hmm. I got you. I got you. It's hard. It's it, so in doing those things. So I feel right. I feel I feel I'm being fair to the child, but so I feel a little guilty inside because I feel maybe that's not what they want me to do, and so I have trouble with that. With doing what I what I as a teacher who was with that kid so much that you know who, so much during the school year think it's best for them against as opposed to doing what they expect you to do as a teacher. Who is doing the job? Who is in it? 
my, now we're not giving them, right? I don't know how you guys are grading it, but now we're not grading them. It is a, it is a, a pause, missing or incomplete. That's how we're, and for us to give them a pass, they only need to submit 20% of their work. Same. Same. Now, another, another thing that I would tell the kids, sorry, is, is that now is when you get to show your, if I, if I could talk to them, now is when you get to show your teachers your work ethic, because they know they only have to submit 20% of their work. They only know, but it's still, if, if, come on. If, if you want to do good, if you have the time, do 100. Give me 90. Give me, give me an 80 and I'll be pleased. I'll, I'll, sure, I'll give you the, the, the pass if you, if you zoom me 20% of the work. I'll give you the pass because that's my job. I'll do my job. But, but now is when they get to, 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 right? to, to portray their work ethic, to portray, I, I will do well no matter who's looking because that's, that's what I'm supposed to do. It's, and that's something with Kyle and I, we've been talking about, what, what did you say, Kyle? Um, doing, doing the work just for work's sake? Yeah, hard work for its own sake. Hard just work. because. Mm -hmm. What do you mean, Kyle? Doing hard work for you? So, like, we've been talking a lot about, you know, how results-driven kids are. Like, they work for that A through F. But we've been talking over this time that next year primary focus is going to teach kids the value of hard work just because of the, you know, that hard work is its own reward. It has and a self reward. I did my best. You're so right. I, you're saying that and I'm picturing A, B, C, and D kids. Like I'm yeah, picturing. I, I have kids. I intentionally, when I do assignments, don't, I try my best not to do a checklist assignment. Like you need three bullet points here and three bullet points here and three bullet points here. But I still I inevitably get kids that are like, well, how much do I have to do to get this grade? And I'm like, I don't like that. Question. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to tell you. Like I, I, I've given you the requirements. Do your best. Yeah. And then what I tell them is I know which one is your best. And yeah. I know which one is his best. And I know which one is their best. I know all of your best. I tell them within, and that, this is something I tell them within, like my first week. I'm like, I, I know you don't like my content. I know you don't want to be here. Some, I know some of them, they, they don't want to be there. So just give me your best. Give me your best. And, I, and we will get along so well. And I know which one is your best, which one is, and our best look very different. Within a couple of weeks, you know, the way the kids work. Within, a, within two or three weeks, you know how they, they process how they write. You can almost tell when a kid, I make my kids create a name sign. <clears throat> I give them a little name tent so that I can remember their names the first week of school. And you can, when I give them that little piece of sentence strip folded, or I give it to them and I say, hey, write your name on here and on the back, give me three things about you that you would want me to know. Uh, you can tell when kids write there, that's a very quick assessment to see <laughs> your kids who are doing the work just because I want to show you that I can do my best. I want to, I want you to be pleased at what I present to you. Or you can tell those kids that say, uh, I'm gonna give you just what you asked me for, my name and three things. <clears throat> and even those kids, you can look at that and be like, I know you can do better than that. Yep. I know you can. 
And the moment you spark that, I know you can do better. Most kids, they put out better. Can I get another one? I'll redo it. Here you go. And they go in there, or they start seeing you start displaying other people and be like, oh my God, this is not what I expected, but look what such and such, oh my goodness gracious. And then next thing you know, it triggers something because kids, human beings are naturally competitive. Yep. By nature, we're competitive, but it's how do you harness that competitiveness and put it to a useful, uh, put it on the end of a useful spirit tip so the kids can really get going. It's, I feel that this yeah. is the year, you know, that was, this is the year that's the hardest. It's been, I don't know what, what kind of be harder. And right, it's been a hard, a hard year, an awful year, but, but there is a lot that the kids learn this year. I hope there are a lot of lessons that they learn this year. Like Kyle says, like doing your best just because of the sake of doing, you know, doing the work just because of the sake of doing the work. That's, that's life, child. You do the work. Your boss is not looking, you still do the work. So one of my students who's done very little, like over time, I just message him and I'm like, hey, can you draw me something? And the next week I got this. Will he mail it to you? No, it's in his work submission. Oh, he's in, they, su they, they submit physical work to you? To you guys? Not to me. Not to me either. Everything on me is online. That, that's beautiful. <laughs> that's beautiful. Wow, no, no, no physical work. We don't do, no, no, not like that. And I have another, um, I'd have to find it, another girl drew me one because I just made mention of how much I liked her drawings, you know? So, and that's, and that's the thing that's been, <laughs> and that's the thing that's been tough is, you know, we were, and we talked with the other guys um, over, you know, last weekend about how to try to have engagement. And it's like so challenging, but. But I mean, I, yeah. it's, it's, it's hard for me to, and, and I think this is what I've been thinking about a lot too. I'm at, I'm almost at the point and this might sound bad where I'm already just trying to figure out what next year is going to look like. Mm, me too. That's why. And, and I, I would love to ask the two of you, like, are you putting together like two side-by-side -side plans like here's a plan if we go back to school here's a plan if we don't or are I mean how are you going to approach that because I think that's something teachers would really find valuable because I, I think there, there I don't know that there's a teacher in the country right now that is 100% of the belief that they're going back to school no what I'm doing and I didn't I didn't think of see that's that's a lot of work that's a lot of work to plan, to be, to plan. This is what I'm going to do if we go back. And this is what I want to, what I'm going to do if we don't go back. What I thought if no matter what happens, I have to start next year, um, two units before what I was supposed to, because the two or the three units that I was supposed to teach my kids, or the right the three unit the three or four units that I was supposed to teach my kids these few months, I'm gonna make those into two units, and that's what I'm gonna start next year. I have to start next year in my like 
you know, like my Spanish twos are gonna start with two with the last two units that I know didn't get taught in Spanish one. And and I have to get ready for that because I have never taught that. Like, right? In my Spanish threes, I need to start with the last two units that we didn't we sort of cover them, I guess, with all of this remote teaching and learning path. I don't, I'm not satisfied with that. I'm not satisfied with my work. I'm not satisfied. I feel that it could have been better. So I get all these emails and and, and it feels good because, you know, the kids email you and thank you so much for this. Or, or I was texting a colleague the other day and I was, I was frustrated and I was like, this sucks. I can't do this. I was so frustrated. And I was like, I, oh, this sucks. I, I had no one to talk to in my house. And I just wanted to tell someone, listen up, I'm drowning, this sucks, I can't do this. And she texted me, she's like, this is how you do it. And she was just, you know, you're doing great. I talked to my advisor last week and they are they are loving your lessons. They are having fun, they are learning. They said, that, oh my God, you're doing what? Well, no, no, don't say that. And I was like, okay, that that feels good, but it's still, because you compare, I compare everything with what I did in the classroom. I compare everything. But I did this presentation that I didn't get to do this for them. But I, we did this game and this activity and, and the kids were supposed to do this project. And uh, so I, I keep comparing and, and, and nothing is as good and nothing is going to be as good. It can't be as good because we are no longer right in a classroom where the whole curriculum was designed to be taught in a classroom, not like this. Mm-hmm. But to answer your question, Kyle, I, I, I feel that no matter what I, where we start next year, whether it is in the classroom or whether it is online, I am going to start with teaching the two units that didn't get taught this year. And I hope that by then, my school, because we, we are not doing, are you guys doing meetings? Like in saying, okay, we're going to meet up at this time for the kids because we, we are. We are not for all of them. Like we have virtual conference. And we have one day a week that we have to do virtual conferences um, four times a day. We offer nine o'clock sessions, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock sessions on Thursdays for math. Like every day of the week is a different subject for our, for our campus. Mm-hmm. And so um, Thursday's math. So all of math is all day and you just sit online and wait for kids to sign up to, you know, show up in your classroom. And, you know, we've been preparing lessons to kind of keep them going with what they would have gotten throughout the year. Um, And so this week is actually, this Thursday is our last Thursday to do that. And after that, we're not required to do the virtual conferences. I'm going to stay on. Uh, just to meet with my kids to to spiral back to some stuff that I know they'll need for for the first part of seventh grade. Um, but Kyle, to answer your question, I'm preparing as if we are going back to school. Uh, but what I am doing is I'm integrating every single thing that I've learned over this for uh, for our online platform that's going to become my new normal in my classroom. Like my kids, I want them to be as fluid. When they get to my classroom, you log into your computer, you're going to get your objectives and your content that you're going to get on your computer. That's going to come to you. Um, 
And that way, I think it'll free me up to be me and to have more of those in-depth conversations to work on more project-based learning uh, because I can have these independent, build these little independent thinkers and learners within the classroom with my tutelage. Now, if it comes that it, they were not in school, I still have all the material online prepared to launch online. And I feel like then I can do it effectively. Um, so that's kind of where I, I'm at with, with how I'm setting mine up. I'm preparing to go back, but I'm fully integrating my classroom into, um, into an online platform. I want the kids to be able to access it at home uh, on a regular basis. That way, I think it, if you tell kids, look, you can come to class and when you're in here with your friends, we're gonna sit here and make TikToks all day long. But in order to do that, I need everybody to go online and pass this assessment with at least an 85. Um, and you have to do that before Wednesday. You do Thursday. We have TikTok Thursday. That means you come to class for a full hour. We're learning to do TikToks. We're making TikToks. You you want to get your... I think it'll open up the classroom to do more fun stuff because that's what our kids are missing right now. Yes. They're not missing your content. No. They're missing I'm, their I'm, friends. They're missing the time in the cafeteria. They're missing the, the right? The, the pastime mm -hmm. conversations in the hallway. So we that's have to make sure going back that we don't forget to give them a good, healthy dose of what they're missing in a spread out form so that they don't become so, they're not, uh, what did I hear? Like they, they don't they, become, right, like. They're not fair, they don't, they don't become feral. <laughs> yeah, we did a survey and, and those are, so that my, my takeaway, so we survey all of our kids in our school. Um, and my two big takeaways, because I, I love that they let us, they have open-ended questions where the kids roll, actually, right? And, and my two, Mama? yeah, sorry. What are you doing? Mi amor, I'm recording. Oh. Can you close the door? Okay. I'll be right there. Wow. You want to say hi to my friends? Hi. Hey, good Hello. morning. Good morning. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay. Sorry. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's the most adorable thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Mama, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> that life. That life. And this is yeah. in um sometimes I'm like in a conversation with oh a faculty meeting and he comes, can I got chocolate? But I want chocolate. I'm like, no, can we do it later on? It's not chocolate. Can I have chocolate? And just because I'm in the middle and I'm like, go get the chocolate and get me. <laughs> My principal is watching me. Everybody's watching me. It's all good. <laughs> you so, know, but I'll be honest with you, it's, that is probably one of the best things that's come out is when the people that you're in Zooms meeting with or in your faculty meetings, they have their cameras on and you get to kind of peek into other people's existence. Like, I so love that. Like, I don't know, maybe that's just me. No, but I, I love do. that. I love that. You know, also in meetings where I see my colleague is the kid like jumping, I'm like, okay, it's not only my kids. <laughs> I'm not I'm alone. I'm kids. not alone. They go like, I gotta go. They like get the camera, and I'm like, okay. I'm like, please, I understand you. Don't, don't apologize. You have no idea how much I understand you. I have one of them. Oh man, yeah. See, I lost track of what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about? Um, 
all the surveys. So, yeah. so my two big takeaways from the survey was one, that the kids wanna see their teachers on video, that the kids want a life lesson. They wrote that. They, I was like, this is so cute. When, whenever, you know, sometimes teachers send videos that have been made, like you go on YouTube and, and you have the lesson right there and you can send a, a, a link, but nothing will beat you doing the lesson yourself videotaping yourself and doing that the kid will watch it because he knows you he has a, a connection with you he doesn't have a connection with senor diaz in youtube he doesn't know who he is you like, whatever they don't want that so i was like this is so cute the kid saying it was so awesome when i got to see my advisor it was so awesome when i got to see mrs and mr i love that those videos i watched them entirely and two they miss the moments that they have with their friends at school. They talk about, I miss my friends. I miss sitting in, in, the, in the library with them. I miss talking in the, I miss oh, reading all of, that's what they miss. That, they, that's what they miss. They miss the, the school experience. Not the, it, it sucks to say that because we are teachers and I wish my kids would say, I miss learning Spanish in Senora Cronin class. No, they don't really miss learning Spanish. They miss, when I tell a joke and they'll laugh. They miss mm -hmm. when I write, when we do a game and the good times. Mm -hmm. no, and it's funny, you know, know when you, time. when we even ask people on a podcast, you know, who's your favorite teacher and why? Most of the time, it's not them for their academic prowess. It's not because, oh, he was a pedagogue and he could, he could differentiate an instruction like nobody. No, it was, they were funny. They cared about me. They saw me. They allowed me to experience reading in a new way. They allowed me to experience math in a way that made me, like if it's, if it's connected to content, it's how they got the student to see the content that drew them and made them to be idolized. So I, I don't get offended when the kids are like, I miss my friends, I miss, because I tell kids, school is a social experiment for life. You get put into rooms, you get put into places where you're forced to work with people that you may not get along with, but y'all all have the same goal, which is to be successful and go to the next level. I say that is the lesson for life in every experience you go to, whether it's high school, college, your job, the military, your profession, you're always trying to do that exact same thing. They miss the people. So I wrote a poem um, and, and I wrote about that. Um, they, they are gonna learn that, you know, being, being, this, being home is awful, is right? But it's, it's actually a blessing to be able to be home with our loved ones during this time. And so is that, and so is a blessing to be in a classroom learning to pronunciate, I don't know, Uruguay. That's, that's a blessing to be in a classroom you used to, I, I love that because I'm, I, hope, I hope that's one of the takeaways, right? You hated going to math or to social studies. Oh, I don't want to go. How much will you give that, how much will you give now, child, to be in a social studies classroom, in a classroom, with your peers, sitting in the desk, listening mm -hmm. to your teacher, give a lecture. I bet they'll be like, oh my God, please take me there. I want to be there. I'm, I'm, I'm bored of it. I want to be with my peers working, right? Mm -hmm. That's a lesson. That's a blessing to be in a classroom. 
I hope that's one of their takeaways because I feel if it is that they'll take it easy on us next year and they'll be like, okay, I'm gonna be a good student, I'll be a good kid. I believe that. I believe we're gonna see a renaissance in learning uh, in education that we haven't seen before since it's been created. Um, I think that globally you have parents, educators, and students who all understand the teacher experience now, who understand the classroom experience and the purpose of it in today's society. Mm -hmm. It's not to prepare you for an assembly line job. It's not to prepare you to go work in industrial, you know, for the first industrial revolution. It's, it's to prepare you for the experience of connecting with people. And you yes. connect with people through these different content areas. And I think that that's where, um, I, I think that's where our kids are going to come back and be ready. But the key is, the key is, as educators, we have to be ready to, to, to revamp our ship to, 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 uh, to accommodate these new uh, passengers and these new waters we're in. And if we don't, we're going to crash. But if we do, oh, man. Mm. It's going to be like a golden age of education where it's just going to be so beautiful. And like I say, I'm always the guy, glass half full. I'm always half full. And so I believe that when we return back to, I'm not even going to say when we return back, when we are able to hug people again, to, 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 to sit in a classroom again with students, I think the experience there on both ends is going to be more greatly appreciated than it's ever been in life. You know, I'll go back to the days of Little House on the Prairie when they had all the kids in a desk and a teacher could sit there and the classroom was completely quiet because the kids were just waiting for the experience. That's what I feel like it's going to come back if we do it right. Absolutely. If we, oh my God, and, but that's going to take a while. That's going to take, it's going to take a while for us. I don't think so. I think right now we, we're there. We're there. We're, we're there right now. Because again, we were forced to learn so many new concepts as educators, which puts us out of our comfort zone, which is so crazy for educators to be educators and have trouble uh, with new learning and new experiences. It, it challenges us. Uh, so, so I think that the fact that we've been we've been thrusted, some of us who've never been seriously in school, you know, I've been in school for the last six years, so it, it, it's nothing to me. But for people who may have not been in school for 20 years, who've gotten so used to the rote memorization of I'm going to teach these lessons, I have these worksheets I've used for the last 10 years and it got me where I needed to be. Now these teachers during this time had to learn something new. They had to learn something new and they had to develop a new way of doing things. So going into next year, if they take those new things and mix it with what they already did, man, it's, it's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It is. It's beautiful. You know, I think, Will, that's a good spot to uh, end this conversation, although we would love to spend our whole day talking with Vanessa. Yeah. We didn't even talk about what we were supposed to talk yeah, about. Yeah, we didn't. But, we, definitely, but it's, we definitely did. But it was still so good. It's still so good. It's just so awesome mm. to see you, man. Like, oh, I, it's I, so good to see you guys. It's so, so good to see you guys. 
Now I get to tell my students and my friends, I'm like, hey, the famous TikToker, the teacher TikToker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, no, no, I'm so no. Um, <laughs> you know what I was, what I want to do, okay, so we, we did this, um, you guys have to come back to my podcast again. Whenever? Whenever, yeah. 